I am a sister. I am a man. I am a wife. I am a daughter. I am Chinese. I am a son. I am American. I am Asian. I am Canadian. We, we are all Joksing. And you are tuning in to the Bamboo Star Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another fun, fun episode, or hopefully a fun, fun episode of the Bamboo Star Podcast. I am one of your hosts. I am John. I'm joined once again with the two lovely co-hosts of mine who are... Hi, it's Asunta. Hi, it's Angelina. Hello, ladies. Welcome. Here's another week, another episode. How have you ladies been so far? It's been going... I'm a little tired, but you know, it's almost a, well, I'm looking forward to some time off soon, so. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. How about you, Panda Wan? How have you been? I mean, I just recovered from a cold. Hashtag swear it's not COVID because I got tested and it was negative. (laughs) (laughs) But like we, well, since we pre-record these episodes, like we actually took a week off because I was like, I couldn't really talk properly, so. Through. Yeah. Well, hopefully um, you're all better now and ready to jump into a bit more of this discussion and uh, spend a bit more time together and having fun and uh, discussing some cultural aspects of Chinese people growing up in a Western culture. Yes. So ready. Oh, yeah? Okay. Well, I mean, I'm still a little (laughs) nasally, but I mean, I feel a lot better and at least I have a voice. Hopefully our listeners don't get too much of that nasally aspect of you then, I guess. Oh, yes. Sorry. I'll um, try to fix it, I guess. <laughs> How do you even fix it? Unplug nasally? your nose. Pull that booger out right Ew. now. Okay, that's gross. That too much listeners do not need that piece of information. <laughs> oh, man. Well, the piece of information I bet our listeners want to know is our topic for this week. I'm actually kind of excited. You know, we did kind of on the fly come up with this. Well, Picked from our list on the fly and uh, did a bit more kind of digging on it. Um, I'm excited about it. How do you guys feel about it so far? While well, we haven't revealed it yet. Well, okay. At the same time, people can read the title and know what oh. it is. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So we're, we're going to be talking about Mahjong and uh, I guess the variations of it. And also um, history, a little bit of history, a little bit of our, and a lot of about our own personal experiences yeah, with Mahjong. Prominence in our lives. Yeah, promise in our lives. That sounds great. Actually, very great. <laughs> yeah, I have words. I know words. Yeah. You mean like reading the words kind of I know words? Or are you talking about some other things? My lexicon is full of surprises. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. All right. Um, I, I think uh, maybe we'll share a little bit of some fun stuff afterwards or towards the end of this episode and maybe take our have our take uh, on these kind of, uh, I guess, future of Mahjong, I guess I would call it that. So, <laughs> okay. um, so yeah. So I guess first off, right off the bat, let's just go into a bit of our own personal histories with Mahjong, um, or in Chinese, Gongdongwa, it's Maja. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. What, is what it, did you think why, it was? Why, what else would it be? <laughs> no, I, I don't know. For some reason, in my head, it's like, oh, Mahjong's Mahjong, but. Yes. Yes. Like it, it, yeah. It's it didn't, like it didn't 
click the Cantonese part. It's not my job. Wow, clearly you're growing up too much in the Western world. You're forgetting no, the Canto. Sorry. No, all I was thinking is like there's a character in like one of the Oigas called Ma Zhang. So I was like, oh, oh Ma Zhang. And I'm like, wait, no, but that's Ma Zhang. Oh, like oh, those are two completely different <laughs> yeah, characters. Yeah. But like because like we've been saying Ma Zhang like this whole night planning. I was just like, oh, it's Ma Zhang. And I'm like, wait, no, it's you're right. Oh it's Ma Zhang. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. I'm sorry, it's been a long day, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Uh, is there actually a Mandarin version? Ma Zhang. OK. It's just the Mandarin so, pronunciation of it's it. It's Ma Zhang. And then Ma Zhang is Guadalajara. Yeah, it's just the Mandarin oh. pronunciation of Ma Zhang. Okay. I'm not going to try because I know I'm going to butcher I don't know. I've never, try, I never <laughs> tried speaking in Mandarin, so I was just like. Is there a Shanghainese version of it? That I would not know. Probably. Shazam. Do I know it? Shazam. No. <laughs> uh, I mean, I try not no. to butcher it. No. <laughs> All right. So how about our uh, personal histories with it? I guess, uh, what do you guys know? It is, a, okay, so I guess, first off, for our listeners who don't know what Mahjong is, or Mahjong. I hate your description because now I'm like thinking of a person now instead of what I yeah. say. Yeah. All right, Mahjong. <laughs> For our listeners who don't know what matcha is, it is a tile laying game. No, uh, or a game with tiles. Let's just say that. I'm like um, it's closer to like playing card game, but they're not cards. They're, they're tiles. tiles um, usually made out of plastic or enamel. Right? Enamel nowadays. Do they actually no, made out of elephant ivory? Stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. were ivory ones. Well, I the think there were wooden ones. ones too. Actually, yeah, wooden ones. So it's yeah. So and then uh, 144 tiles is the standard game that you have different variations in asia have a different take on say scoring methods or certain specific tiles that don't that you don't need i think those are just more like regional games. yeah regional like game styles but the the main idea is you still have these tiles and you're trying to create um groupings whether it's in consecutive sequences like one two three four five six something like that or um triplets or pairs to as well dependent right and then um, there are like multiple suits, kind of like a deck of cards uh, mm-hmm. in Western culture. But uh, there's like only a, three suits. Three, four suits, wilds, like four. kind of like. So there's the, the Tongzi, uh, which is the, the circles. circles. There is the Sokzi, which is the, the bamboos. bamboos. There's the Manzi. Manzi. So those are like the, the red. The ten thousands. Thousand, yeah, yeah, ten thousands. thousands. And then there is the. Those are Fanzi. And then the wins. I still remember when you first learned that game. Yeah, yeah. So those are the tiles, and there's always four of each tile. Yes. In the set. Because you can gong. <laughs> yeah, so um but yeah, it's a tile game, and then it's always always played with four, four people. You Gen- can technically play with, with less, less, but like a usual game is four. Yeah, the standard game where everyone knows it's always four people so around it's a, a square table. Um, and then you use some sort of either chips or something to count score. And it's played in multiple rounds. So not it's not like a one-time go and you're done. It's you a play, long game. If you play yeah. the actual full, full game, it's like... It's like 16 yeah. rounds or something like At that. At least. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because if you win, rounds. it stays. Yeah, some, and, and, no, yeah. not maybe not all rules. I don't know about all the rules, but some of the rules 
will say, like, say, if you are the one who rolled a die to start that particular round, then you won, for example, then you get to start yeah, based on the regional, next game or something rules. like that. Yeah, something yeah. like that. So it's, it's like at least 16 rounds each round you play as one person as the dealer kind of thing that, like, rolls and yeah, starts. And then you distribute, die. everyone gets a certain amount of tiles. Um, and then you kind of play on your turn and trying to build sets within your hand and discarding tiles. So there's different ways to play it. But that's effectively what Mahjong is. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the basis for all the regions. Um, and then I, I guess everyone get, has their own take on it. Even different countries at times might have their own take on or, this yeah. game. So um, at least that's our basis of Mahjong. So going back, what are your experiences, uh, I guess, from like very young Introducing and then up to now, so a brief history for you guys. What was your experiences so far with, or in the beginning, I guess, of Mahjong in your life? Um, for me, uh, all I really remember is I would hear a lot of, like, tiles, I guess, crashing against each other. Because it gets really, really loud at night. Mm-hmm. And, like, it would be a common occurrence in our house because... Back then when we were younger um, in San Francisco, like our parents had friends that would come over. I want to say it happened maybe every weekend, if not every other weekend. And like we would have like aunties or uncles come over and like they would be playing Mahjong and I would be like, oh, they're playing that game. So I'd always go down there and then I'd like have to greet the aunties and uncles and I kind of like stand around and like watch them until my parents would like send me to my room. Because I think it has to do with like the gambling aspect. Like they're like, oh, like you're too young to learn this game. Like go back to your room. Mm-hmm. So like I was never allowed around the table to like watch them play. Mm-hmm. I just like knew that there's these colorful tiles that you can like stack and like build towers with. But yeah. like, yeah, to me it was like growing up, it was like, oh, it's an adult only game. I didn't know anything about it, but just wasn't really allowed around the table. Kind of like at a casino where you know, like you can't go. You can't really like stand in a casino as a kid. You have to. Keep you can't walking. even get into a casino as a kid. You can you walk mean? through. Like if you're in Las Vegas, you can walk through the floors with children, mm, but okay, like they can't stand in. Like you can't, you can't loiter. Yeah, 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 like you yeah, can okay. get through like from one side of the casino to the other. They side. want to entice the parents, but not the kids. But then, like honestly, though, if they entice the parents, <laughs> what's going to happen to the kid? Maybe they go, go to circus circus. circus. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> uh, people who uh, know about Las Vegas and the Strip. And I don't even know if Circus Circus exists anymore, but no, that's it's where Reno. That's where <laughs> the children, the children area. Okay, God. Yeah, my parents just give me money and go like, "We'll come back for you, okay? <laughs> Stay here around this area, which is like a giant circle around like a acrobatic area, and carnival games. Yeah, and it's just carnival games. And they would just give me money and be like, "We'll come back for you." And I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> yeah." All right. So how about you? How about you? So how about you? What's your experience as a kid with the game of mahjong? known of it as far back as I can remember because my parents would always play it with their friends. It's like a routine. Every Sunday, we go to church in the morning when we were in Hong Kong. Then we go out for lunch with all the aunties and uncles from the choir that my parents are in. And And is is the lunch dim sum? Not not all the time. Not all the time. It could be (laughs) like cha chan tang, could be dim sum, could be some random stuff. Uh, and then after that, it's usually to one of the aunties and uncles uh, place and all the adults would play mahjong. And it would be like all the aunties on one table and then all the uncles and dads on a different table. For some reason, they don't like playing like the same couple cannot be on the same table. 
Oh, it kind of makes sense. Depends. Like, if you play for money, I guess it makes sense. Well, they do play for money. Yeah, you don't want you don't want like two people kind of gaining up. Be like, oh, yeah, they don't want to play. Whatever to you, kind of thing. Yeah. So like, but it was always my favorite time because they're playing mahjong. Basically, all the kids reign free. Like, we can do whatever the heck we want. So it was it was great because we I got to do stuff like and I got to go play. Um, but same with Angelina, like all the kids were never really up, allowed around the tables. Like at most, it would be like, oh, a uh, mom, I need this or dad. I, um, I need five I, bucks. I no, need no, no, no. To go buy ice cream. <laughs> no, or like I need to ask them something. But other than that, we were never really allowed around the table. Yeah, other than that, like I've known it like forever. But funny thing is my family don't play a whole lot all the time. Though I know they only do it when at like really big family gatherings and they would be like playing with the elderly generations. But like, again, I was never really allowed around there anyway. So what about you? So Well, you already described it or kind of family dynamics in terms of what happens on like every weekend, every other weekend um, when we're growing up. But what I remember was like we would get pushed away mm-hmm. and you can't get beat by the table or go do your own thing kind of thing. But the fun part was like when they had like a meal or a break or something, then I would like run up and like, oh, what are you guys doing? And figure out what these tiles are. <laughs> oh, yeah. We were we would try to learn the game on our own. Yeah. And we'd be like, oh, maybe we're matching something yeah. or something. We're like, and then we played like the memory game. Oh, right? yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I definitely like, oh, did that I found too. This. Or like, you, or like, we start building towers and stuff just yeah, to mess we, around. That, that was like the kids' version of quote unquote it's like mahjong, ghetto Legos. We yeah. did used to like build towers, yeah, and then we like, would take we would take like tiles and we try to like break it down and stuff. Okay, I think we got that, in trouble for it because yeah, like tra- like it might like end up they're scared that we're gonna chip the tiles yeah. and stuff. Well, now we know, but before we're like, yeah. oh yeah, like chunky like yeah. pieces. We like throw like chuck them at each other, yeah, and like try to build. Yeah, like, that that was a not allowed. Or like at most, we can build like towers, but what we did try to do is build something. A wall. No, 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 we try to do like towers and we, or like build it up kind of almost like Jenga. We played it almost like Jenga. Yeah, it doesn't really work because they're square. You pull one yeah, and they all fall they're down. A little, like, they're a little yeah, too yeah, small. Yeah, I know, I know. But like there were times when we were like trying to poke out Mahjong tiles. Oh, like yeah. Build a wall and then poke out holes. Yeah, yeah I guess so. Yeah, I guess yeah. you could do that. But uh, yeah, so that, that was like the, the fun thing that we would do. And just like, and then like, oh, Time to like go back and then we'll be like, oh, we gotta oh, go. Oh, I actually also remember like back when we lived in like South City, we would like sit on the stairs and like peer, like watch them play until they noticed that we're watching them play and be like, go back up to your room. Yeah. Wait, were you guys the only kids in that yeah. house? Yeah, like, they, like the aunties and uncles didn't bring their kids? They don't have kids. No, no, no they have kids. Oh, yeah. okay. Most, well, of them were, like, most of them were either dating or like they were single. Well, yeah, then yeah, I yeah. guess I was. So lucky. it was like it was like family game night sort of thing for them, like adult game nights where they're and then it's just like, oh, there's kids here kind of thing. And there's then we, kids, kids here as in like me and you. And then we. Yeah. And then we just like figure out how to play figure out, uh, entertain ourselves our or something. Yeah. yeah. And I'm much luckier than you in that aspect. Oh, speaking of which, one thing related to Mahjong, one mm-hmm. of my accidents when I was a kid. Oh, gosh. What accident? Where, so the hot, <laughs> which the one? Hot, the hot water accident. 
I've heard about it. I don't recall. Oh yeah, any so of it. so it was like them playing like mahjong or whatever. Maybe you were still, maybe you were still too young, or you were out. Like maybe it was like somebody else took you out or something. Mm-hmm. But it was me, and then um, they were playing mahjong, and then I was like, oh, I'm gonna be nice, and then I'm gonna um, bring hot water to everybody. Oh, oh yeah. But I was too short at that time to actually like get on the counter and stuff. So actually, I climbed on the counter, and in the kitchen. While they're all playing mahjong, so it's like, oh my so god, surprise kids, yeah. yeah. And then um, I like got a, like a, a a plate or a like a thing to hold, like a tray, a tray or something, and they had like class cups. But then the hot water boiler, mm-hmm. as every Asian household has, hot water boiler, yeah, hot yes. water on the tap. And then I was like filling them up with hot water, and then I was trying to get back down, like climb back down off the counter uh-huh. to get on the floor, and then I could take the tray. Yeah. And then when I got down the tray, like get, got down, I tried to lift the tray, the water all spilled on my face. <laughs> And it was like boiling hot water though. Oh and then my I screamed. god! Your face is still fine. <laughs> yeah, no. And then and then basically then everyone was like, "Oh my god!" And they ran in or something. And I don't really remember what other happened, but um, because of that, I kind of like half my face was burned. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember. And then them saying I looked that. like freaking like Phantom of the Opera. Like yeah, like half or like, my yeah, face was gone. Yeah, they said you look like Zhou Moyim, but I don't know who Zhou Moyim is. Zhou Moyim basically it's like is two like, face. No, it's basically like two face. Yeah, like I had one side is like like burnt. a really bad oh. burn on like half my face yeah. or it's half like my body. Different colored on oh. both sides yeah. of the face. But then luckily for me, like I like shortly after I got chicken pox, <laughs> so then my skin kind of like had to come off anyways because of chicken pox. Not like peely. it uh. gets really peely and stuff, and then it comes off. So it's like. So that's why I'm not two-faced right now. So oh. Okay. Goodness. If you're saying about chicken pox, then that means I was like still a baby. Because I remember right. like mom would mention it's like, oh, like, thank goodness your brother had chicken pox when you were a baby. So like you didn't have to like scratch yourself because like you can't really do anything as a baby. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that was like my mod strong, I guess, related accident. I guess I'll have a lot of these accidents <laughs> now that I start thinking about it. In terms of like stories for myself. <laughs> wow, he was really bad as a kid. Yeah. What do you mean? I was trying to get hot water for like everybody. No, I know, Dude, but like... like I was trying to be respectful for my elders. I learned at a very uh, young age that uh-huh. you need to, you know, some uh-huh. tata so. Oh no, but okay, if you say so. I mean, yes, I can see that you were trying to be respectful, but I'm like also wondering it's like, is it because you were bored or like you wanted to see what they were doing? So you're like finding an excuse <laughs> yeah, to get towards that side as well yeah because i that's why i said was baki i'm pretty sure you were a mischievous like a smart but mischievous child yeah definitely perhaps but uh i mean yeah that's i mean that's neither here nor there with mahjong but um that just reminded me of that little story for myself Mm. speaking of which so i guess uh when did you start learning mj like was it like do you remember a specific certain age or and then perhaps like what did you feel like? Because for me, I think I started learning maybe in like a little bit before high school. And to me, it seemed really confusing. So I was like, uh, I get it. I don't. I, I didn't really pick up on it too much. Um, and, but I did feel like, oh, they're finally letting me in on this little secret. I was like, Ooh. yeah, it's a it's a coming of age kind of thing. Yeah, I felt, felt special. I was like, oh, I finally get to know this thing. And then I realized I was like, wow, this is kind of hard. <laughs> I kind of suck at this game. Because all the parents like, no, 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 you can't do that. Or, oh, no, 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 you can't. You can't. Yeah. Like, why, why, why'd you do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's kind of stressful. Like, after you learn the game and you play with your parents, they're like, they well, start yelling at also, you. There's also, like, mahjong <laughs> etiquette. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, so see ya. Or, like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. At least, like, yeah. like, it's like, you sound like, 
Yeah. But like after you roll your dice, you have to take it back. You can't just leave it on the table yeah. and have somebody take it for you. Yeah, and then learning like, oh, where do you start to separate, and, and then the counting and all this stuff. I was like, oh my god, why is this so many rules? And I, really, I still don't know. How, I still so don't I got pretty know. turned off in it in terms of like, oh, this is so much work. I don't really care anymore about this thing. Like you days, they didn't include me before. Now you're telling me, I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah. So to to me, that that was kind of my introduction when I started learning the game. I think I was also like because they taught you they had to teach me like they Wait, like, so your parents taught you yeah parents okay. and aunts I guess yeah it was just one of those like I don't know they they finally decided it's like oh yeah I guess you're old enough like come over like sit down like we'll tell you that how the game works and like I feel like I probably had more interest in it than you because like you were at that age of like oh like I'm going to go play with like my friends the rebellious yeah. age yeah but to me it's just like I'm like three years younger so I was if you're saying it was high, like right before high school, you were probably like 12. I was yeah. probably like nine or 10. Yeah. And it you was like young. Yeah. It's one of those like, oh, like my parents are letting me play this game. I get to be an old person now. <laughs> so like I tried to learn it. I was like, even up until now, I don't think I'm very good at it, but I will play it occasionally on the, like my phone app. Cause it's hard to find four people to play the game these days. That is true. Mm-hmm. Especially with COVID. Yeah, so learning it, it was difficult, but it was one of those like, oh, I can quote unquote learn Chinese from this game, but you literally only learn like five, maybe six characters. More than nothing. Oh no, seven characters. So like, I don't know, it, it was fun. And like, I think I was still at an age of where I was a little clingy to my parents. Okay. So I was like more willing to learn, even though it was difficult to understand. How about you? When did you learn tuna? I actually did not learn it from either of my parents. I learned it from the auntie was kind of like my babysitter or like, I guess I got dropped off at her house for like summer. And it was me and then her daughter, her younger son and his friend. And uh, we were always curious about the game. And then we finally convinced the auntie to teach us because we weren't all the same age like i was the oldest one and then her daughter was like a year younger than me and then she has a younger brother like so it's like not everybody will be able to learn at the same pace and everybody's chinese level is completely different right so um wait was that in here like here in canada Canada? oh okay i was like it was like i don't think i was in high school yet when I first learned it, maybe like grade seven, grade eight. Okay, I so like remember. same time, around, job. around. But yeah, I learned it over the summer. I picked it up pretty quickly. Also, I think it's because I've watched my parents played on the computer when they're bored at home. And I've seen them play enough to like kind of catch it like quickly. Yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, I picked it up pretty quickly. And then when I told my mom, hey... I learned how to play mahjong at like the auntie's place today, and she's like, "What? Oh no! Did, did you ever go back? Huh? <laughs> did you ever go back to the did. auntie's place? Oh, I did. I did. I did. She's like, "Oh, really? What are they teaching you? Oh my yeah. goodness! No, yeah, no, no, okay. Like, but the auntie does a lot of different things. Like it was like the summer, right? So think of it like a home summer camp of sorts. So, so uh, I told my mom, and then she's like, "Oh, really? And then she started to like play, um." with me and my dad just the three of us will like proxy like the fourth person kind of thing or sometimes we just skip it we modified like some of the rules and she's like let's see how good you are then i'm like oh shit 
yeah no okay. but i i think i i think i'm i do fairly well in the games because my parents are both like longtime mahjong players and i've played with them enough to kind of know like what to do it's kind of like when you play games with um people who are better than you mm-hmm. like or skill levels higher than you i guess you kind of get better yourself yeah like my that. problem with it is i think like playing the game because like even playing any other games with you guys i don't strategize things very well in my head i'm more of a go with the flow type. tactical player yeah so like uh, i just like i don't have plans in my head but i feel like there's a lot more thinking that's supposed to be involved in the game of yeah Majo. no i but am. to me it's like oh i have this set okay just throw all of this like just i don't need any of yeah. it but well i, don't I think change that's where that's where i start that's where I start, but like I leave, I, I make it flexible. Yes, yeah, like I'm if flexible. I need, I'm if literally... I need to change my um, if I need to change my hands or like change my strategy, then like I will, I have options to change. Yeah, no, I tunnel vision. I tunnel yeah. vision hard. And sometimes when I know I'm not going to win, it's like okay, I'm just gonna give up on my hand because I'm nowhere close. I'm just gonna make sure I don't lose and I hold people's tiles instead. Yeah, like that shit. Can't do. I like if you ask me, like, oh, what is that person doing? I'd probably be like, I, I don't know. Like, you can count. What do they need? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if they keep getting stuff off of you, then you oh yeah, know. It happens all the time. That's probably why I'm like really bad at the game. And you I know they want that suit. <laughs> for I, I try not to. Yeah, there's layers. There's anything. layers. There's different game. layers for sure. Like the more you play, the better you get at it. So I mean, okay. So uh, in terms of game itself what do you guys feel like it so does it entice you at this point in time in your life like mahjong like what does it mean to you now although like yeah as a kid we mentioned like you know at least for for me it was like oh something like forbidden but then once mm-hmm. i got like a little older how like i don't really care it's a little confusing but like so how does it like i guess present time in terms of like as an adult having played the game perhaps even with some friends that also you found out like, oh, they know how to play and you play a little bit with them as well. Like, does it still have a place in your life in terms of, you know, something that you, you use all the time? Or is it something that's just like, oh, cool, cultural game, I know. And it's kind of like in the background. And like, how, how, where does it land for you nowadays in terms of the, the game? More so in the background, but it's also, like I mentioned earlier, it's just COVID. You can't really find people to play mm-hmm. with. It's so, not something you can do like online either. Uh, you can. There are online things, but it's, it's all in Mandarin. The same. Yeah, or computers, or computer, yeah. like so like I play and, on well, an like, app play with friends yeah, online. An app That's too, so. yeah, not so quite the same. For me, like I guess pre-COVID times, I would like try to play with friends, but I don't think a lot of my friends here actually know how to play. Mm-hmm. So I guess. Yeah, no, the last two times I can remember playing is literally with, like, you two and my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't even play with, like, our parents anymore. Yeah. Well, no, I've, because I've, our parents think we're too slow. <laughs> and they don't that like to too. play with us. True. That, too. <laughs> oh, I used to, like, when I was younger, because I know Papa really likes to play. Yeah, for sure. I used to be like, oh, like, Papa's visiting. Let's play Mahjong with her. <laughs> And, like, I think it may have happened maybe once, once or, or twice. twice. Yeah. But, like, after that, whenever I suggest it, mom's like, no, Papa's not going to play with you. You're too slow. Like, you're not. You need to get on her level. And, like, you're nowhere near her level. So she doesn't want to play with you. And I was like, oh, 
okay. I, I don't know. It, it, it's a me. thought that counts. Yeah, okay? like, I was like, oh, I know this is what she likes to do. I can, like, you know, do that with her. But I'm not good enough. <laughs> yeah. I'm a train. That's what it is. No, well, yeah, no, like, having known, like, spending summers with, like, my grandparents and stuff in Hong Kong, like, Hong Kong, Paul, like, like, oh, Popo yeah. plays all the ask, time. Yeah, I was going to ask you about like, that. Like, in Shanghai and stuff. Like, Popo plays every weekend. She goes with their matcha yellows and stuff. She has her, like, her and her aunties and, or the, her, yeah. the other aunties or the other That's grandmas, like, take, take up, like, the whole the whole afternoon. It's just matcha. It's well, what did crazy. you do, like, I would go time? out. I would go out. Whenever oh. she played, I would go out or I would go out with Gong Gong or something. Oh. And then Popo would, like, go out with her, like, with uh, either Perfect. play at, at, at the their own place or she'll go out to another like ladies place or something but oh, that's like her pastime i see yeah. she still does that now or, yeah well, hong kong mm. and stuff maybe i don't know yeah i don't know about the whole covid thing but yeah. i know before she still went yeah yeah so that was like and then sometimes they would go with like go to like or like other oh, places okay. like um and, and play mj so like there's basically mj was like a routine thing kind of like what since you mentioned with your family early on but that's what my, yeah. my grandma just does that all the time yeah. so i think mahjong to me has always been like i wouldn't say like completely like oh it's a dear thing to me but like i never disliked it because i always associated it with opportunities to play with the other kids and i usually have like a great time and all the aunties and uncles are really nice but now as an adult i think i still love the game like, I would love to play more if I could, but again, it's really hard to find enough people to play the game all the time. And also, it is different playing with different people of different skill level. If my friends know how to play, we're not all around the same, like, skill levels. You know, it's it's different when, like, there's the excitement of playing somebody who is better than you and, like, it's just different. <laughs> Yes, I do recall. I have a friend who doesn't speak Chinese, and like every time we played, like there was, I think, a period of time in my life where like uh, a few of us were really into the game. But the thing is, is he couldn't read Chinese, so every time we played, I'd have to write out the numbers in sequential order for him, <laughs> and he'd be like matching the tiles to be like, which one does this go with? So, so then you <laughs> know the exactly numbers. what's in his head. Yeah, yeah. If he, if he ever looks at the paper, I'm like, okay, he's got the he's got the ten thousands because he's like staring at it, like trying to match the numbers, and I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> like for me, that was never a problem because I can actually read it, right? So yeah. that's why it's also a little easier for me. Even like with the family thing, like I don't think my mom, like my mom or my dad would be like, oh, you're slow, hurry up. But like they also don't go easy on me if I play with them. They do their stuff and I'm just like getting whipped. <laughs> oh. Like I get I get hit pretty hard. Like they they just do whatever they do. Whenever we used to play, because we had like more people and we would only have one table playing, if I sat down, like I'd play for mom or dad or something, and they like backseat drive the game oh. like no tomorrow. Oh, I'd be yeah. like staring, I'd be like, mm, I think I want to throw this tile. And then like my dad would come over, slap my hand, be like, no, why would you do that? Play this one. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. And it basically becomes him playing okay. with me like pushing so, up tiles. So that actually <laughs> kind of touches on the whole mahjong etiquette thing. Because I have always been told by my parents, like some of the unspoken rules or like the etiquette is that like if you're observing a game, you don't get to say 
anything, not a single word out of your mouth. Even though you have a different opinion of, of how somebody should play, you don't say anything and you don't do anything. You just oh, watch. I've never been told that. Because they, there's <laughs> literally a saying, it's like, that means like the observer cannot say anything or make known like their opinion. That because also it's unfair for other explains games. why we were not allowed near the table. Because you would talk shit. What does sure. that big circle mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like we have done that at one point or another. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll no. Like, kids being kids, for yeah, sure. I've seen that everything. many times. And then I'm just like, oh my god. And then the, the aunties and uncles will usually like, okay, get going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, now, now leave. Scrap. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, like it's like, like oh man, yeah, get screwed, man. Up, get screwed. That's, that, that's not the right order. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so one of the reasons why kids are not allowed at the table. Yeah, that's that's so yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, that was that was one thing that like my mom and also like I guess the aunties and uncles used to say because the kids from that circle, we when we were old enough. We would have our own table and we play. Mm. And then, like, if, like, say, like a sibling or something like came over to the table to kind of take a peek, and then we would like recite that line, be like, "Don't say shit, uh, <laughs> don't say anything." And I then suck, like, but you can't say it. Even if I <laughs> suck, you can't make you can't judge me by say, telling me what I should do. There's a yeah. lot of mahjong memories. There's a lot of mahjong etiquette too. Apparently. I think for like for me though, in terms of mahjong, like it holds a place in my heart for like more like cultural aspect at this point in time. Mm-hmm. But if you're saying like, oh, do you want to play this? But then I'll be like, well, I want to play other games just because I'm such a big, I'm so bit into board games. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, uh, I can play all these other games that seem so much more fun. And it doesn't necessarily have the restrictions of have to have four people True. or have to like do certain things or it's like, because when you break out the MJ, it's kind of like, oh, it's the whole night. Yeah, yeah. You can't yeah. play oh, yeah, multiple sure. games. Or, you can't play, like, different games or anything. It's yeah. like, with MJ, you never You're committed play one. for the whole time. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a while. Like, yeah. a session of MJ can last through the night or whatever, right? So it's mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, I can't play anything else. So it's like, mm, to me, it's like, it's fun, but maybe I'll do it on occasion because maybe it's like New Year's or something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or like for kind of like the whole, like for the nostalgia reasons or something like that. So, I mean, if a whole, like if a whole says like, oh yeah, you want to play a game kind of thing? Well, oh, yeah, sure. Because that's something that I know she understands. It's like a way to spend time with her. Yeah. But sure. I don't think she'll ever ask us to do it. Um, yeah, no, probably not. <laughs> but like, I would say like, in terms of like, aside from that, it might just be more of, I guess a social thing, if anything. Mm-hmm. Maybe if it's like, oh, I meet some friends in Hong Kong and they're like, oh, you want to buy or something? And then I'll be, yeah, but I'll take it as advantage of like, oh, I get to spend a couple hours and hang out with you guys. I might not play like for serious dough or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's funny that you say it's a social thing because <laughs> another aspect of like mahjong is to also like for that social aspect where you can actually chat around the table because everybody's committed at the table. Mm-hmm. You get to chat. Um, so I don't know if you've heard about this, but it's always like, especially in the auntie's table, it's always really noisy or loud. But then you go to like the uncle's table, it's dead quiet. Yeah, because everyone's trying to kill each other. Yeah, but you know what the aunties do at their table? They're gossiping. 
All the juiciest gossip come from like a mahjong table. <laughs> but it's really funny because also that's that's where you learn a lot of gossip. And that's where you learn 38. Ah, uh, the sambas. <laughs> <laughs> like the nosy the nosy people. <laughs> the three eights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that 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 used to be that's usually a thing. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. So before we become three eights ourselves, let's take a little break and visit our friend Wikipedia for the fun fact of the day. The day, the day, the day. All right. Wikipedia tells us that Mahjong or Mahjong is a tile based game that was developed in the 19th century in China and has spread throughout the world since the early 20th century. So this game is commonly played by four players, and there are various variations of this game throughout parts of China, Japan, South Korea, and Southeast Asia. There are regional variants as well, and have also become popular in Western countries. A little bit more on that in a second. And then the in Chinese, the game is originally called uh, Maja, which is also means sparrow. If you didn't know, which is kind of cool. And it's still used uh, as a common name in southern China, such as the regions of Hong Kong, uh, Canton province area. And it said that the clanking of tiles during the shuffling resembles the chattering of sparrows. So I guess if you ever heard a group of sparrows flying around, I guess that's what they sound like. I haven't. So They, they do not <laughs> sound like that. Um, yeah. So and then in terms of going into the Western culture. Uh, the ancient game was actually introduced to the U.S. in around the 1920s. And that game, I guess, it gained popularity in the States. Um, and around the 30s or the late 30s, they actually something called the National Mahjong League was established in the U.S. And they've kind of made it a thing in terms of an American game as well, which... Yeah. I personally haven't really heard a whole lot of. I mean, for a past, uh, I mean, for past couple of years, I maybe heard a little bit more because of a couple of things that did happen, which was interesting in like popular media that people tried to bring it up. Uh, but aside from that, uh, my understanding of the American Mahjong game is called Shanghai. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the matching game. Yes. But, oh, is that what it's called? I didn't even know what it was called. Yeah. So my understanding of American Mahjong is kind of lame. But uh, if you want to, I guess, look more into the National Mahjong League, I don't know why you want to. Uh, there is that something that you can do in the States. Uh, and that has been the fun fact of the day. The day, the day, the day. Yeah, I actually like did not realize that there were American rules to the tile game of Mahjong that we've played. Because the only like it's always been Mahjong to me before getting to play was on the computer and yes that's what like that was shanghai where you would match tiles but like the tiles don't actually match what is on a mahjong tile they don't like they're like they're more like pictures and stuff so i was just like oh it's kind yeah, of pictograms weird. yeah, yeah. But i like, always thought those games were dumb because i learned that game technically first i think i tried to actually build a game out of the actual tiles before you could it just kind of why? Because it's like it takes too long to build it, and then when you build it, it becomes like, oh look, I found the pairs already. Yeah, but like I don't know, it it 
it was something that I did at one point. I remember like actually trying and then yes, coming to the realization that it's lame because it took forever. Mm. Yeah. And then, and then you kind of lose a lot of, I think the intricacy and the complexity of what actual Mahjong is. Cause they're like, Oh, I'm just matching tiles. Like, it's this just is so simple. Lame. It's kind of lame. Yeah, like you're not using your brain. Like this is a kids' game. Right? Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but then you realize, oh no, actually, there's a, a better game behind this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it revolves more strategy, more cunning, and wit and luck. I think that's also like, why like grandma plays it so much. It's like to help keep her mind sharp. Well, that's what they say, right? With a lot of like, even in like dramas or whatever, if you say like, oh, um, elderly people play more mahjong because it helps with low or it helps with that yeah with alzheimer's and stuff yeah yeah because of like oh you have to use your memory you have to think about it tactical like at the tactical aspect of um even touching things and like yeah yeah well there's also the mobility of it too i cannot do that i cannot love pie so i feel like love pie all you do is prep so love pie is like feeling the actual yeah because usually the the higher end of mahjong tiles they're engraved Right. Yes. So then it's like, I would just think you just take your thumb and press really hard and you then just look at your thumb. You can't feel anything. Oh no. my gosh, is that what you do? No, it is not. <laughs> you are trying to actually feel out the tile with just your thumb. No, no, no. Okay, so I know, like my par- like my dad can do it, but like I've seen John do it. Don't tell me that's actually what you do. I was like, wow, he can like do the feeling thing. But you've actually just been pressing your finger against it and looking at your thumb, looking, trying to look cool. Like that's upsetting. I was just like, wow, I want to get to that stage where like I can feel the tile like without looking and be like, oh, yes, I know what this is. Because, you know, I want to be the next Andy Lau and Liku Liku. But like, <laughs> yo, you're kidding, though. <laughs> you actually feel or are you actually pressing well, your c- finger? Certain ones you can. Certain ones are really easy to no, tell. If there's, a okay? lot, if there's a lot going on, like then uh, it's hard. a Monzi, you can't really tell. Then you're really just feeling, you feel for the bottom and then you're like, oh, there's a lot of stuff like, going on. If it's on, like a so... box salt, like the M's. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, well, what is this? Then I'm about to like push a little bit and like, ah. Oh my you gosh. Sh- I've been yeah. fooled this whole <laughs> this time. This is not how you actually do it. You're actually supposed to just identify with the feeling of your thumb. Knowing this, you're less cool now. Man, you get, I mean, you give me give away all my secrets. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> you're less cool in my mind now because well, of that. Like, okay, the other thing though, like you mentioned liquid, liquid. So like, Liku Liku is like a, I guess like a Chinese or, or Hong Kong film that uh, where the topic or the, yeah, uh, it talks about Mahjong as like the central topic. Yeah. Uh, but you know how like they also mention like the different types of Mahjong? Because Andy Lau goes around. That and, was like, when I learned that different regions played Mahjong as yeah, well. Yeah, because he asked, okay, what are we playing? Like yeah. what what kind of rules are we what using? Style, what styles and what rules are we doing? And then one of the things that they he said was Pai, but and they've never actually like clicked that that's American Mahjong. True. I don't know if it's the same thing though. Yeah, but like they didn't really like showcase how you played it. No, they didn't, so, but they mentioned it. It just yeah. never clicked. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, I missed that movie. Watch it sometime. I watch it every yeah, fun, year. Yeah, fun, fun recommendation. Liku, liku, uh, liku, it's called the full uh, name is Liku Liku Something Toy. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what it's called in English though. I have no idea. I don't know. Look for it with Andy Lau. You know, one of it the was, uh, greatest. I think Gigi singers. was in there. Yeah, Gigi Lung and yeah, Lao uh, What's Lao Ting uh, English name? No idea. I know Leo Ku's. In, is it Leo Ku? Who 
Putin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Putin yeah, isn't there. Yeah. Leo Koo's in there. So look for this cast list. No, he's not Leo Koo, he's Louis. Yeah, I think something like Oh, Louis Koo. Yeah, it's oh, like, like Leo Koo is Wuka Gay. Yeah, it's from the 90s. I think they're like early Early 2000s, I want to say. Late 90s. No, it was early 2000s. Early 2000s, yeah. Pretty sure it's early 2000s. It's a fun movie. It was fun. Very, uh, very talks about a lot of Chinese superstitions, which we can cover in another episode. But it's hilarious. Yeah. Well, it um, also talks about uh, like the a little bit about the etiquette that I talked about earlier too, right? Because yeah. like, um, so essentially the um, the key part was that um, playing mahjong. It gives you an insight as to the personality of the player, mm-hmm. right? Because uh, what Andy Lau said in there was. Um, uh, or the, his character set was uh, So it's like if you have good etiquette at the t- uh, Mahjong table, then your personality would be relative. Will uh, reflect it. Will reflect, your personality reflects on um, how you play mm-hmm. on, uh, and how you behave at the uh, Mahjong table. Yeah. 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 Which is that movie has taught me. A lot of fun, me- fun meanings. Kind of. yeah. it's, it's really over the top, but it's, it's, it's a fun romp. Yeah. yeah. Oh, which I found it. is why I was gonna say, which is why that last scene at Crazy Rich Asian was so good. Oh yeah, I guess like reflecting from that movie, like carrying over the values that you would have learned. Oh, yeah. that was such that, a great that scene. Does hit that was a really good. But scene. um, this. Anyways, so like the movie that we're talking about is called Fat Choice Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like it's technically a New Year's movie. It is it like Chinese, New Chinese, yeah, sorry, Chinese, Chinese Chinese New, New Year movie. movie. Oh yeah. yeah, it is a whole sorry opinion. Yeah, even for all our even for all our listeners, you know, um, if you're interested in watching a Chinese movie, it, it does generally have English subtitles as well. So yeah. don't feel like you know, like oh, yeah. you, if you don't speak Cantonese or something, you can't understand it. It has subtitles. So if you're interested in a little bit of Asian culture. Feel free to check it out. I highly recommend it. It's really fun. It was a fun yeah. movie. I miss it. Yeah. We should have watched it again. Sometime. Yeah, like something like it's. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, I guess, Chinese movies that are like that that have the subtitles. Um, even if people are into mostly, I guess, the Western culture, they'll realize, like, what is it? Um, Kung Fu Hustle, like things like that, which have been dubbed in English. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but this one isn't one that I don't think it was ever dubbed in English. But No, no. It's, yeah. it's a very small yeah. thing comparatively. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, what else? I guess you guys started talking about movies, Crazy Rich Asians, and all this other stuff. Have you guys, like, seen Mahjong used in other medias or meet other mediums that you feel like are pretty cool or not so cool, perhaps? Really? Not that I can recall. But, okay. like, yeah. Like, when I was thinking about the whole Mahjong topic, the only ones that came up was Liku Liku and uh, Crazy Rich Asians, mm-hmm. the yeah. end scene. I feel like a lot of people that don't understand how to play the game might not really understand how deep like that one scene can mm. really represent yeah because yeah, i mean a lot of people know or hear of mahjong as like ooh, it's a cultural thing whatever yeah it's chinese culture but i feel like to a certain extent there has to be a reason for why it has such cultural notoriety in terms of all of china everyone knows well, what mj it's... is like it has to be good enough to kind of sustain that crowd or those people that like to play it, right? Over so, the generations. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For like, it's been like developed in the 19th century. Like, it's a few hundred years old in terms of like, yeah. you know, of like, of a game. There has to be some reason for it. Otherwise, it won't stand at least this test of time, right? I think one of the reasons why it has lasted so long, like pe- young people today still know 
how to play it, even though like a lot of them are probably taught by their family or their parents. Mm -hmm. And like it still goes on because it bridges that generation gap if they have any like in like the family. It's like something that grandma, grandpa knows how to play and maybe enjoy kind of like Paul and Mm -hmm. you want to play with her and not that like even though like oh she thinks you're too slow but it's the thought that like oh I can like play with her you know that's very true like gen like it skips it it connects to generations you know it's one thing that like I guess if your family knows how to play it that like everyone can come together and yeah Vermont and then and then even like you don't only play in your family like kind of like how I can play with you other people of like the same cultures know how to play this game so like it bonds. Yeah, it brings people, people together. Like it's like a shared kind of uh, understanding. Yeah. Yeah. No, it makes sense because also like when I came to Canada and whatnot, there were like there were other things that bonded us together, like religion or like uh, Asian culture, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, you know how to play Maja? Oh yeah, we can set up a day and let's play, right? Yeah. So that can become a thing where it's like, oh, do you know how to play? And you get do to you meet people play? too. Yeah, you get yeah, to meet more people like, that way too. Or if not, then it's like, oh, like, oh yeah, I can bring my other friends or something like that that love Maja or something. Yeah, yeah. And like even then, that's how we kind of like got into like these, I guess, other cultural games. You start discussing, and it's like, oh yeah, do you know how to play Pai Gao? Or do you oh know how to gosh. play like all these other like cultural games, right? Yeah. And then you have this one random person's like, oh, I don't play Chinese checkers. And they're like, uh, no. <laughs> I mean, I like playing Chinese checkers. <laughs> but um, no, I mean, it's it it becomes kind of like a cultural learning of thing, old, which is like, thing. oh, you learn all the old games and stuff like that. I thought, I thought at that point in time was really cool. It allowed for like a lot more kind of explore my roots I to think, a certain thing. I think another... Another aspect is like um, because like Mahjong is known as almost like to like a kind of like a national treasure of sort. Like they call Mahjong Guangxi. It's like a how what, do like I say one of the major inventions of China. Or something? Not not major inventions. Like a, it's an essence of like the Chinese culture or something. Like if you you have to learn this even if you're not good at it. Really? Yeah. When did you hear that? I've never it's, heard that before. It's like ever since I know of Mahjong, that's what I've known it to be. Mm-hmm. Like that's what the aunties and uncles and my my family says. I mean, so I'm like not, at a certain age, we will we will eventually learn it. Yeah, yeah. I won't disagree with you that it is something that's like Mahjong is very. You say it, it's like oh Chinese or something like. Yeah. It's like known within the it's like China. Like what? What describes Chinese stuff? You you'd be like oh like what Mahjong would be one like hundred percent. It won't. It can't be like mistaken for another culture or at least <laughs> or at the very least like the asian culture yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. they have different like they have regional ones and like also different country adapted slightly different rules yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like you know that is the cultural that is, roots that is 100%. definitely an asian root <laughs> yeah cool yeah i mean awesome like i mean I'm, I'm very curious in terms of what our listeners um what your experiences are with mahjong mj what do you even want to call it? Like, what or how do you call it? Even if it's like a different language, like I'm curious. Like, what, what, how do you say it in Viet or, or something like that? Because I know like Viet people play. Yeah, I know Filipino South Koreans play. Fil- Philipp- yeah, there's Filipino mahjong. Like, oh what is it goodness, called in like Tagalog or something? That'd be I have cool. No idea. I'm, I'm cool to explore those things as a cultural exchange kind of situation. I kind of, I'm kind of curious what other rules there are. I'll probably confuse myself, but kind of interesting to see how the rules change too. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because we like there's the Guangdong Pai, which is like the classic kind of like all the friends here kind of play that. But I there think that's is, the most commonly known set of Yeah, Guangdong Pai, which is like Subsamtek or something like that. They also call that. Uh, but then there is like the Taiwanese or the Shanghainese version. Shanghainese was the first one that I learned. Yeah, the Shanghainese one is the one that like we thought was the funnest because you could eat anything. Yeah. And so it's like eat as in like you can score with anything. Yeah, you score with anything and we call it like you can eat Gaussi Lapsa, whatever it is, because you can like make all sorts of combinations, which goes kind of like ridiculous. But then it's like you have something called like a batai boon, which isn't present in anything else. Yeah, which oh, yeah, I thought was the funniest sense. thing. Yes, that's the you're only literally thing that doing I like yeah, you're doing pairs, eight pairs. pairs and a half. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So so normally so normally <laughs> like in mahjong you have to do like sets of three, 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 three it's and usually a pair, sets of right? Threes. And then it's like the batai boon is literally pair, 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 and it's just like and then there's Yo! a triple. And then when you throw it out, you're like, what the hell? You have? You're like, I got the pair thing. Yeah. <laughs> That was something that like I like I think when I first started I strived for it like I didn't <laughs> try fun. I didn't try anything else I literally was just like I'm gonna make this work and hence why I would never win because clearly like if the pairs weren't coming and I tried to force it it wasn't <laughs> gonna happen actually I think I think Cantonese um, style styled have something similar but not exactly it's called chatoizi I think it's called so it's like seven pairs. But anyways, yeah, so yeah, with our listeners, like, I'm more than happy to discuss Mahjong. I'm sure my co-hosts would love to discuss it as well. And maybe even if we get enough feedback, maybe we'll have a second episode, like MJ 2.0 or something as another discussion. But yeah, it's called Hatardzi. Teach the, teach the, uh, teach the other rules of other MJs. (laughs) Well, yeah, or like bring on the next generation, right? We got to keep this cultural thing alive and, and, you know, keep it going. So, uh, yeah, feel free. Uh, I'm happy that we've gotten to at least discuss and share about more of this topic. I'm surprised we were able to get through so much and be able to actually spend a bit of time on this cultural gem. I guess you can call it that. <laughs> yeah. All righty. Well, any last words to our listeners before we close out this episode, ladies? Um, if you've ever played MJ, my question to you would be... What do you usually play for? Do you play for money? Do you oh, play yeah. for fun? Like I have suggested like dessert, bubble tea, like yeah, loser pays all. <laughs> Which There's a story behind doesn't that make one. sense because I'm usually the loser. <laughs> Free bubble tea for all. That did happen actually. Yeah, yeah, so if you ever come and then you be like, hey Angeline, you wanna play? Let's play for bubble tea, you know that night you got a free bubble tea. Pretty yeah, much. kind of. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Anything? Um, not really, but I'm always down for some mahjong. All if right. you want to play. Yeah, if you ever need a, a fourth leg, you can ask her. No, I'm down. <laughs> I just like the game. It doesn't have to be like gamble or for anything. Like, or even just for like, what is that called? It's like a... If your hand is itchy. Uh, it's not even that it's more like <laughs> or if you want to go swimming it's more like it's more like um you can play for the bragging rights i'm fine with that too it's the pride Clearly, on the line. it's a pride someone has a lot of pride <laughs> no i don't but i don't like i i'm totally fine with not like playing for anything it's just i whatever like it would just be bragging rights at the end of the day of anything it's just for a fun time it is she just wants to earn the bragging rights Got it. Hey, I mean, I played for money before. We've definitely played for bubble tea since this one treated us bubble tea before. <laughs> yeah, I just play for fun. But hey, why not get a free bubble tea out of it? Right? 
Anyways, this has been fun. Thanks for listening. <laughs> All right. And until our next episode, I have been John. And I am Asunta. I'm Angelina. All right. And this is the Bamboo Star Podcast. Thanks for listening and talk to you guys all real soon. Bye. Bye. The Bamboo Star Podcast is an independent production in hopes of documenting our thoughts and experiences as Chinese individuals growing up in a Western culture. We thank you, the listener, for lending us your ears for this particular podcast. We would love to hear your thoughts and views on various subjects as well. Feel free to connect with us and the community on Twitter and Instagram at Bamboo Star Pod. Alternatively, any lengthier replies or comments can be sent to us at bamboostarpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs>